That fucking scene. Right, so uh, I'm joined with my wife and beautiful lady, Lauren Ginner. And she has chosen to talk about her favourite scene in one of her favourite films? Yes. One of my favourite films, Aliens, yes. <laughs> you look so surprised. I've never done a podcast. You literally just talk shit for like 40 minutes and then, and then I have to edit it all. So it's fine. I'll do my best. So just talk shit, basically. Okay. Um, okay, so yeah, we had this discussion about your favourite scene, which is a fucking horrible question. It's it's For me, it's kind of one of them where someone asks you, what's your favourite band? Which is a horrible question. Or, what's your favourite song? It's fucking horrible. So when someone says, what's your favourite film? But you've got yours pretty sorted, haven't you? Like, your film. My favourite film, Spirited Away. Well, yeah, but you like Aliens as well. Yeah, Aliens is like second favourite. Second favourite. <laughs> if, it, if it's on, I've got to watch it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I know Spirited Away is favourite, yeah, but yeah. I think it's difficult for me to, when someone asks me what my favourite film is because I think I've got so many. I know, films. you're awkward. Yeah, I'm a pain in the dick. I know. Well, it is what it is. Um, so, can you tell us what scene you've chosen and why? Um, it's the scene where Ripley goes to save Newt and then she comes across the alien queen for the first time. Um, chose that scene. It's an iconic scene and it's just a juxtaposition between the queen alien looking after her babies and Newt and um, Ripley looking after her baby. Okay, okay, that's good. I, wa- I watched it this morning. It was the first time I'd watched it in a long time. I can't remember the last time I actually watched Alien. When I made you watch it the other week and you fell asleep. It was, yeah, exactly, I fell asleep. But I don't think that was the other week, I think that was a while ago. Um, but yeah, I'll, exactly, that's exactly how I got it as well. When when I, when she comes across the Queen and all her babies and she's got her little adopted baby, that's how I came across with it. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. It's two mums getting ready to beat the crap out of each other. Mm. Uh, why did you choose this scene as opposed to the scene where she meets her on the loading dock with the fight with the iconic get away from me you bitch because it's more subtle so you know you Ripley's just gone and found Newt and she's oh my god yeah you're alive you're not infected with a chest burster yeah great and then it's that revelation when she turns around oh god she's in the nest and here's the big another mom here's his whole her baby's getting ready to create more um, warriors and drones. And it's uh, the fact that, you know, it's that little nod where Ripley, like, gets the flamethrower, shoots it in the air, to, and then points it at the egg, and the Queen's like, ah, all right then. And then she draws back the drones, that little nod. It's like, yeah, it's just two mums protecting all their kids. It's Even though she's a big alien and she'll rip your face off, you know, it's, it's a mum at the end of the day. And it's, uh, obviously, at the end, it's a mom getting revenge. She's fighting Ripley because she wants revenge for her little kids. You know, from the drones to the chest bursters. Chest face huggers. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. See, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've watched it quite a few times. Probably not as many times as you. But I noticed that more when you see the drones kind of creeping in to kind of attack Ripley from behind. And then I felt like that moment, they did. They weren't just mindless killing machines. They actually thought and had a process. And I think that was for me when I watched. Because I watched it this morning, I was like, "Oh shit!" They're not just mindless killing machines. You know, they do kind of talk and communicate to each other. No, they're not. It's, it works as a hive mind. So it's like um, ants. So the there's always the queen ant or the queen bee, whatever you want to analogy you want to use, and the queen. They have to bow down to the queen because she's the only one who can reproduce. Well, for that time, and um, obviously at the end of the day as well, it's it's technically their brothers and sisters, and it's their mom saying, "Oh, you go protect your little brother." But because she's a hive mind, she can communicate to all the rest to do her bidding almost. Um, yeah, I just think it's a, a subtle scene. It's the first time you see the aliens show restraint. As you say, it's, they're not just mindless killing machines, you know. 
What was that thing Ash said in the first film? It was like it's the perfect predator or something mm. like that. The apex predator. I, I can't predator. remember. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I am a fan of the first film, but <laughs> <laughs> controversial. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's 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 like it's the perfect killing machine, but it it it's sensible. It knows when to attack and when to not. Essentially, I mean, we've seen it. I don't want to bring up resurrection because that's a whole different <laughs> ball game. But yeah, we've we've seen them. Yeah. We've seen them attack like when. When one of the guards goes into the cell to see where the aliens have gone, it drops in and f- uses the um, cryogenic gas on them to freeze the guards. Them learning, them, yeah. them clever. Yeah. I watched that scene as well because there was a compilation of um, Queen Alien scenes. Yeah. And there was there was the one we're talking about and then there was the second one with the, the loading dock. With a, of course, with yeah. a loader fight. Um, and then there was the, the resurrection. Yeah. Alien yeah. Queen. Um, and... I don't know, it's almost like they... It seemed like they made the Alien Queen such a, a iconic figure and then they just shat on her for that film. Well, she's not a proper Alien Queen. She's a hybrid, isn't she, of oh, Ripley's yeah. DNA. That's why she's got a womb this time. Mm. That's why she gives birth to the newborn. I think they were trying to say, yeah, here's the Queen. She's supposed to be a big badass, but look, she's just got fucked up by by this newborn. Yeah. It, you know, here's, here's the new... Um, Predator, essentially. No, not Predator, because that's a different thing. But you know what I mean. It's really as well, because I watched... Because I, I bought you the newborn figure. Yeah, I love the newborn. I don't... I, I didn't... I don't remember him having a Michael Jackson nose. Yeah, he was... What little, they did... A little snuffly Michael Jackson yeah, nose. Yeah, what they actually did upon creation... I think I'm right on this, because obviously I'm a geek on this. What they did was they took some of Sigourney Weaver's features... Okay. And they tried to sculpt... Mixed it with Michael Jackson. No, they tried to look show what a hybrid okay. would look like. Oh, like like a Sigourney Weaver xenomorph. Yeah, okay. they're trying to show like what a human xenomorph would look like. Okay, which is why he's got like a little twitchy nose and eyes. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure they tried to take some of her features to do that. Okay. Um, that's why his hands are different. The body's different. I, I like the newborn, but I think he was <laughs> underused. Yeah, I, like I said. It's been a while since I watched Resurrection in full, and I just watched that one scene, and it was, and it, it was kind of a shame that the Alien Queen got killed in one swipe and just took a top of her head off. Uh, but then I kind of that, that shows how strong the newborn creature was. Um, yeah, I I I liked the Alien Queen. I thought that whole scene of when it it descends, I thought that was all is a bit moody and. You know, all you see is a little kind of sluggy thing dropping eggs. You don't really see what's attached. Or egg sack. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, when you see what's attached, you're like, oh, shit. And it is big. Like, in comparison to the other xenomorphs and fucking Ripley, it's huge. But she's actually not the biggest alien if you go off the extended universe. Okay. Um, There are, I think there's two, maybe three bigger than her. Right. Um, There's the matriarch, who's, like, basically the queen mother. Mm. Um, I think she's the tallest. There's the Alien King, but obviously they haven't appeared in the cinematic universe and uh, he was genetically created as well. So I'm hoping maybe in the new TV show, new movies, we'll see some other than the Queen. I mean, I love the Queen. The Queen's awesome, but she's been overused now. Mm. Obviously, I don't know. Do you remember um, Alien versus Predator, the first one? Um, It's the one in the pyramid, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because doesn't it... Don't they defrost the queen? The, the queen defrosts, she drops all the eggs, yeah. and then at the end they do that terrible CGI fight of them in the ice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember now. And I was like, this is... this, You know, she's a Disney queen now. She's, a, you know, then technically the aliens are Disney princesses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Treat them with respect. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. The queen is better than just chasing someone through the ice. That was just not needed the reason she chased him in aliens yeah as we just said mm. revenge in the other one it was just like oh, i think i'm just gonna chase you that doesn't didn't make sense yeah do you know what i mean okay, just, yeah. the queen would have gone somewhere else into hibernation well not hibernation gone to set up another nest not just go and chase him okay that's my theory anyway so one of the questions is what what's enjoyable about that scene for you the lack of soundtrack, because I'm pretty sure they don't play any music over it. It's just literally the atmospherics. Yeah, they, I think all you, the most thing you can hear is the flamethrower. Yeah, maybe, um, I think there's a heartbeat on it, maybe. It's some sort of, like, 
there's a tense noise, but it's not a proper orchestral soundtrack. It's just the hiss of the flamethrower, the hiss of the alien, like doing that little like noise she makes, and the fact that no one speaks. Do you know what I mean? Like Ripley doesn't say anything. It's just literally. Well, I don't know whether the aliens actually have eyes, but it's like eye contact. Yeah. Like, you, this this ain't going to end well for either of us. It's just the tense moment. You don't know if the queen is going to send the drones out to attack. You don't know whether the queen's going to attack. If the eggs are out, well, the eggs do open, but it's just tense. And you don't know what Ripley's going to do. She's just going to leg it until that last minute, <laughs> that, that last little look like, yeah. nah, you know. <laughs> you, you are having this and just... yeah. Grenades, pulse rifle, flamethrower, and that's it. It's great. Do you think at the end of that scene, if if Ripley hadn't have flamed her eggs, that she could have escaped with Bishop and Newt? Do you think the Queen would have let her at that point? Yes. Uh, the Queen wouldn't have gone after him, mm. and technically, the Queen would have just got blown up along with LV four twenty six. But there's no saying she wouldn't have sent the drones after him. Yeah. And that the drones would have got him. So, because Ripley shot all the grenades in, it caused a bit of chaos, which might have aided them in their escape. Okay. See, it's 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 one of them. It's difficult to say. Do you do you think the film would work without that scene? No, no, it would have just been if it had just ended where Ripley got news and yay, the bishop saved the day. They're all on there. It needed something else. It was it was foreshadowing earlier in the film. When um, I can't remember which character it was. I think actually, I think it was Ripley saying, "Oh, it must be something we haven't seen yet." I'm like, "Yeah, it's the Queen. You ain't seen the Queen yet." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, that yeah. film wouldn't have worked without the Queen. Yeah. It would have just been alien with added aliens. I think that's from even with the first film. I think it it teased us that if there's eggs, there has to be something to create the eggs. Yes and no. There was a cut scene in the first film okay. where it explains how eggs are created without a queen. Right. Basically, do you remember Dallas? Yeah. So Dallas gets taken in the vents, doesn't he? That that one jump scare. Like, yeah. In the vents that ever, gets everybody. He gets taken into a little nesty hive and you see Brett, like, strung up to the wall, for lack of a better description. In, in you know, the alien secretions. Yeah. And you see Dallas, and he's there, and he goes, and he's, you can see he's being turned into an egg. Right. And he's there, and he begs Ripley to kill him, and Ripley does. Okay. So, and I think it's in the further universe as well that um, if there's no queen, a warrior or a drone can turn into a queen. Okay. Or they can create the eggs to create a queen egg. Mm. But I think that's up for debate. Because I know Covenant kind of showed oh. us. <laughs> it showed us uh, what was his name? David. David creating like the first egg. That was yeah. No, we'll ignore that. Yeah. Jesus. Do you think so? That first xenomorph because we don't you don't see a xenomorph in Prometheus, do you? It's in Covenant. You see, you don't see a proper xenomorph. You see the deacon at the end of, of Prometheus. But Covenant has a xenomorph, doesn't it? It's the protomorph. It's a protomorph. Yeah, there's the neomorph, which is the white one, yeah. and it's the protomorph, which is the one that chases him. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's not a proper xenomorph yet. So that's the one that's kind of human DNA, because it's got Elizabeth's DNA in it. Yeah. Also, if you hear any purring, the pug's on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> it's making me sound like I'm snorting. Yeah, no, we've got a, we've got a pug, and he's snoring. He snores a lot. Um, you'll probably hear that a lot in these podcasts, so... Yeah, it, it, it is it's, what it is. It's not me snorting. It is what it is. No, it's normally a pug asleep in the background. Um, but... <laughs> yeah. the, the protomorph it's a shame what they did to that because okay yeah they, they finally got like a xenomorph liking it but they had the costume on set they had a guy in the costume but then they enhanced him in um, <laughs> sorry Paul the big, big snuff yeah. yeah they enhanced him in CGI afterwards post production mm. and they just made him look fake so you know the bit at the end of Covenant where they're in the, uh, the garage and um, it's not sure Daniels mm. and uh, Tennessee I think his name was they're, they're escaping the protomorph and trying to eject him out into the airlock that was actually a guy in a suit Okay. but they enhanced it so much it just looks so fake yeah. and I think it, when you compare it to aliens I know them guys in suits and some of them are a bit ropey now but I think it still looks so much better yeah 
Yeah, I, I, the the queen running the the end scene. I thought that was pretty terrifying. The way she like almost puppeteered across the the loading dock towards Ripley. Well, it was puppeteers, wasn't it? Mm. It was done um, puppets yeah, but I mean, on scale. Yeah, like how it, like how it came across. It wasn't like the normal xenomorphs who were kind of like slinky, mm. kind of like really in the shadow. It was like in your face, running full pelt towards you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah the the first I'd say the first two like Prometheus yes. and Covenant. Um, I just don't think they added anything to the Alien universe. Unfortunately, no. I think Ridley Scott was trying to say how they came about mm. and explain the space jockeys, the engineers. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm. maybe we do want to know what was this? What was this ship? Where were they going? What were they doing? Okay, I, I can get it. I can understand sort of the black goo. But it was just done poorly and yeah. there was far too much focus on yeah yeah the engineers wanted to create this goo oh, it's a, but the, it shows there's even a mural on the wall of the xenomorph they wanted the xenomorph but then to go and say that David created it is contradicting yeah. your own first film yeah, to be honest sorry go on uh, no, you, you carry on you're on a roll go well I was going to say when they got that ship it would have made more sense for the engineer who attacked them Mind you, the scale day match either. Do you remember the first alien film, the space jockey in the suit? Yeah. S- compared to the human, the, the human characters and the space jockey in the chair, the size was yeah. at least three times as big. Yeah. But when you see the engineers in Prometheus compared to the human size, they're only like a couple of feet taller. Yeah. So the scales all off whack. My theory was, you know, yeah, the the engineers might have gone wrong, and maybe it was a queen alien that burst out of that initial space jockey. Mm due to the size and then it crawled down and it laid all the eggs that was my theory or maybe the the space jockeys were transporting a queen with the eggs Mm. but prometheus and covenant just messed everything up and i don't know why in covenant none of the human characters had a lick of common sense (laughs) yeah oh we're on a new planet let's just not wear any breathable apparatus oh oh it's the creepy space egg by this homicidal mechanoid i'll just dip my face in the egg what was that about? And it was like, even down to the, let's get Ripley 0.5. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, let's, he, I think he wanted to get, he wanted to make sure a massive female character like Ripley was. But I don't think he, he did it with, with Shaw. Shaw or Daniels. Yeah. I mean, Shaw wasn't bad. No, Shaw, Shaw was, I mean, she was pretty badass when she fucking gets the alien out of herself and then staples herself up and... She manages mm-hmm. to outrun the ship, even though what her name was. Like, yeah, Charlize Theron's yeah. yeah. She's like, she's. You see her sprinting on her. Why well, none of them just run to the side? Why though? Just run to the side? Is there a yeah. What was the fucking point? Um, and but, Daniel's in the second, the, the Covenant. Again, it was like lack of common sense. Why aren't you telling these people to wear apparatus? Why don't you send? You've, you've obviously got the technology to send drones out and stuff. Send them out first. This is what I do love about the Alien universe, is it does really champion female characters. And it really does put them first. It does when they have common sense. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember the first film? Do you remember Lambert? Yes. Now, I had this discussion with you a few days ago. Okay. Parker would have survived that film, Yafit Koto's character, Mm. if Lambert... And just moved out the way. Right. Instead of slight, just stood there sniveling, going, oh my God. Eh. <laughs> they could have survived, or at least Parker could have. Right, okay. And that annoys me mm. no end. Um, in the second film, yeah, you got Vasquez and you've, you've got Newt, and they're, they're both cool. Mm. And you got Pharaoh, but she gets killed off quite early. But yeah, the, the, the second film has, oh, of course, you've always got Ripley. She's, yeah. You know, she's, she's like number one screen queen, isn't she? Scream well, Queen, yeah, and she had, I keep saying it, she had common sense. Yeah. First film, I'm not breaking quarantine procedure for you, I'm going into quarantine. If they'd have listened to Ripley, they all could have lived. Yeah. Well, maybe not all of them, Kane would have had it, but still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, listen to the person with common sense. Second film, Newt survived on her own. Vasquez, yeah, she was a hothead, but she, you know, killed a load of them. Third film, Ripley was the only female character. Fourth film... No, they had, what's her name? Oh, well, Cyborg, Android. In the third film? Winona Ryder. No, that's the fourth film. Oh, oh yeah, because... Uh, you know what? I completely overwrote the third film. Yeah, you forgot the fact <laughs> she dies, yeah. I completely overwrote the third film, uh, which is 
it's not a great film, but it's not a bad if film. If you watch the director's cut, it's even worse. Oh, okay. That's yeah. terrible. No. It's, no. I mean, we watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. His cut was better, yeah. the director's cut. In this version, the director's cut is so much worse. Oh, I just Awful. I mean, it almost kind of felt like one and two... <laughs> it's such a snuffly pug. It kind of felt like one and two did so well that they had to create a third film. But it was... Ah, I it, don't know. it was always going to happen because by that point you had so much extended universe as well. Yeah. You had the comics, you had the Kenner toy line, you had a lot to go off. Um, it made sense. So <laughs> snuffly snuffly. Um, but it, there was an original script knocking around where it was on a monastery. It was on a monk planet. Okay. It was like on a wooden planet, and it was it. You know, the the monks were supposed to be terrified that it was a demon. Right. And Ripley come on, obviously, like. Essentially the same, but replaced prisoners with monks, which I thought would be way more interesting. Yeah. And um, there's actually uh, another screenplay. I've got the graphic novel of it, where it was a bit different, where they were trying to say, oh, taking from that first film, where xenomorphs can morph people into xenomorphs. Mm. And I read that graphic novel, and again, that wasn't as strong, I thought. Mm. So, unfortunately, yeah, number three is the strongest it could have yeah. been considering what the studios it, let it be yeah, I'm right thinking it's just one alien isn't it it's a dog alien in three in yeah three that's, yeah. that's born out of a dog technically two with the one inside Ripley's chest yeah oh, spoilers well, by the way you know yeah yeah <laughs> um, so you know it's always, Ripley's got the alien in her chest from the very start yes chest burster yes but I thought it didn't have a very long like gestation it's a period. Queen chest burst, it's different. Okay, so it's got a longer gestation period. Yeah. So, so how long is she on that planet? Is it ever mentioned? A couple of days, I think. On the prison planet. Couple of uh, going from what happens, I'd assume a couple of days. I mean, I suppose it's <laughs> perfect timing that it just happens to burst out of her chest as she's falling into the lava. Uh, yeah. You know, like it's almost like she waited for all that. But, you know. Well, in the director's cut, the chest burster doesn't come out. Oh, okay. She just jumps into the fire. Ah. Yeah, see, oh, not as good, is he? No, I like that, because that's, that, that's another iconic scene of the chest burst to come yeah. in as she's falling into the lava. Yeah, see, so yeah. that's what I'm so, saying. I mean, you know, I I do like Resurrection. I can't It's lie. a guilty pleasure. I do like Resurrection. We know it's not a good film, but no, it is a guilty pleasure. I like Ron Perlman's character. I think he's brilliant. Um, yeah, can I you not like Ron Perlman? Exactly, though? and I, I think Sigourney Weaver, just having that mix of Queen Alien and Human... And she's got that proper little dark side. I just think, yeah, it suited her right really well. Apparently, Sigourney Weaver loved it. She she likes she really loved the idea mm. of it being like mixed DNA. Yeah. I, th- I think she did. Re- she does really well in all her roles, but she. Because really she was probably that. the closest thing to what the what the the engineers wanted a human alien hybrid thing. You know, she's got the mix mm. of both. She's got alien blood in her. And again, I wouldn't like to say at that yeah. point because obviously that was just the. The scientists mm. messing around, not going it right till the eighth try. I mean, I know, I know we shit on Prometheus, but I will say he's beautifully shot. Yeah, it's gorgeous, yeah. but there are so many inconsistencies mm-hmm. that I mean, you remember, I I was hyped up for that film. Yeah, I was so hyped. I made you go to the midnight showing the day of release, yeah. and I was so hyped, and I come out of it going, "What the hell was that?" I think because we at that point we'd been promised that it was going to be a prequel to the first film. It was going to show us what the space jockeys were. It was going to tell us about the xenomorphs. It was going to be all the history and the lore. Realistically, it was just the first in like five films. of and it, Six. Six films. And it felt like such a money grab. It felt like such a money grab. I don't know why, but Ridley Scott could tell the story of the origins in two films. Yeah. He could have done it by now. Yeah. To be fair, you could have done without Covenant and you could have done without Half of Prometheus. Mm. You really could have. Yeah. And if I'm honest, I don't really care about the origins. Mm. You know what I want to know? What happened to the one in space? What happened to the one she shot out the airlock in the first film? What happened to the Queen? You know full well I've, I had to write my own little story to get it yeah. out of my head. Yeah. And there's, there's so much there to play off already. You don't need to know the origins. Mm. Okay, it's on LV-426. Why don't you just say, David, drive that new... Covenant ship into LV-426. Boom, bash, there you go. Yeah. Med Daniels, the Queen. Done. And the thing is, as well, Prometheus set up the first film and then it completely took mm. a diversion left at the end. Because you're like, they're in the ship that was 
the same shit from the first film. Well, you know, supposed to supposed be. to be. But you like it's all set up that way. But then at the very end, it just veers off, and you're like, oh, okay, so we're not leading into the first film yeah. then, like quite easily. Well, there's a few cut scenes at Prometheus where it shows an extra engineer in stasis. Mm. I think, if I'm right. Um, do you know what I mean? It, a few, a few extra scenes here and there could have explained so much more, yeah. and not messed with the continuity. At this point, I would rather have seen Neil Bloomkamp's sorry, Alien Five than anything else Ridley's got to offer, because he's not respecting the extended yeah. law, the extended films. You know, you've got these, this, you've got this fandom who love these films, and like me, you'll think Aliens is better than Alien. <laughs> And he's just like, no, you know what? No, I'm just going to redo it how I want it. Yeah. Well, f- I f- respect to you. Yes, you started the universe. Fair play. But it's not yours anymore. It's bigger than him, though. Yes. It's bigger than him. And James Cameron did something better in Aliens. I thought, you know me, I'm always Aliens is better than Alien. Not just because, you know... <laughs> now you watch it now, some of the audio is a bit out and everything. It's yeah. a bit wonky. But um, <laughs> in the way the alien moves in the first film, it's a bit like, oh, what are you doing? But still, yeah. I just no. I think he needs to hand it over now. I would really want to see Neil Bloomkamp's. Yeah, yeah. I think for Covenant for me, there was there were some scenes that they released as teaser scenes. I think which are in like the the bonus features on the the Blu-ray, and it was it was showing again spoilers, but it was showing David dropping. The black goo bombs yes. on the city of the engineers, yeah. because when you when you first go to the city of the engineers, if you watch the film without watching all the back shit, you just see David in a city that's completely abandoned. But it wasn't abandoned. Mm. He just dropped all the engineers. Was that a cut scene? It wasn't a cut scene. It was a teaser. It was a teaser piece of the film that they put in. So it was like they were releasing up until the film's release. I think every week they were releasing a little clip online, mm. and that clip was there was a clip with him and Elizabeth on the planet as well there was a clip of David dropping all the goo bombs onto the the engineer's home planet and all that stuff and I just think yeah like like you were saying he's just it's almost like he's wanting to rewrite the alien yeah he's retconning yeah and it doesn't need retconning no it's almost like he doesn't want to lead into the first film he wants to create a whole new universe of films so do you think do you think you could they could have implemented the alien queen scene into any of the those two films Yes. Prometheus and Covenant. Yeah. Mm. Cut out half of Prometheus. And you you could have had them exploring the ship instead and found the eggs. Maybe the engineers had the eggs ready. Maybe they were going to go attack a planet and that's how they were doing it. Um, Maybe in Covenant. Maybe they go back to that planet. I can't remember the the name of the planet. It's not LV-426. But whatever planet they landed on. And oh look, there, there's there's this engineer, another engineer, and it's all burst. And oh look, oh look, they've made a queen out of shore. Mm. Retconned, done. Yeah, I think I think that would have worked if if they would have made a queen out of shore because it would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. And they could have even gone with Covenant. They could have used the engineer's planet as shore A and Queen went nuts and killed them all. I mean, I, to all be honest, with you, I, I don't like the thought that the queen was made from a human. Mm. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like the thought. I've never been a fan of the, if there is no host the or queen, the xenomorph can make a human into an egg. I've never liked that. Yeah. I, just That's just personal opinion. But I've always thought, surely them engineers would have had some, what were they running from? We never found out in Prometheus what they were running from. Maybe there was, maybe the queen went a bit nuts. Maybe there was a xenomorph. Yeah. We never get to find out. No. That could have been Covenant. We could have found out why. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, it comes to, that scene comes to a dead end, doesn't it? Because you see the whole holographic then run into the room and the door shuts. Yeah. But like you said, you never see. You just they just go into. The, isn't that room with all the black goo that they've been creating in there? I can't remember actually. Is that where the, the crab alien comes from? When it sucks oh, onto God. his. Oh God! Yeah. He sees a little like creature coming out the ground and decides that he wants to try and befriend it. Again, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. The snake, the snake yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. look at my little friend. Oh, it's it's up inside my ass. And now I'm a crab. <laughs> no, the best thing is five minutes. No, because there's two of them. Yeah. Um, there was a Scottish guy. 
Fifeld, yeah. And but the the going there. Fifeld's like, yeah, don't touch nothing. Yeah. Don't touch nothing. And this other guy's, yeah, like, I'm terrified. I'm not going to touch nothing. Oh, look, there's an alien. Let's go boop it, snoot. Yeah. So what are you doing? You've just contradicted yeah. yourself within five minutes. Yeah. And, you know, and then obviously shit goes down. Mm. And it's just like, oh, what is... You know what? I, th- I think it's because... I've said this before. Damon Lindelof was um, involved. He was the producer, and I think he was the producer or writer on Lost. And I find whatever he's involved in never normally is coherent, or has a cogent argument or pace. He seems to be able to write a story but not end it, and then has to really over elaborate on the end. And but I, it was just. You, you got okay. Not all the Alien films were great. Like I'm going to admit it. I'm not a fan of the first Alien, but yeah, it was a very good film. Aliens was great. Alien 3 had a lot of issues. Uh, Resurrection had issues, but it's a very guilty pleasure. Just mainly because of Ron Perlman and the newborn. But we ignore the Alien vs. Predator films because they, they just don't exist. So I, some, I, I saw one of the forum on Facebook and someone said they went back to Alien vs. Predator Requiem. The second film, yeah. Yeah, and they were like, actually, it has everything that you want. It's got more xenomorphs, it's got predators, and like, it, it's it's an alien fan's, like, wet dream. Yeah, but you can't see any no, of it. It's, it's too dark. We went to the cinema to see that, didn't we? Yeah. And it was so dark, even in the cinema. Yeah. yeah. No. It's, it's too dark to see anything. Again, stupid decisions are made. And I think half the time it was shock factor for shock factor's sake. So at the very beginning of the film, um, a facehugger attacks a dad and his kid. Obviously, the kid gets chest burst, which you kind of see. And obviously, that scene with the the hybrid in the oh the maternity ward, um, implanting pregnant women with the eggs, and obviously then he he pops up and he's looking at the newborn babies. That was just shock factor for shock factor's sake. There was no need for it. Uh, you know, not that I'm squeamish or anything, but it was just, it was trying to be too much. And then obviously at the end, you're waiting for the predator to fight the hybrid and then you can't see it anyway. And you're like, well, what was the point in this? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was awful. Mm. But if they did another versus, I don't know how they'd do it. Mm. You know, I didn't like the fact the first one, oh yeah, they've always been on the, on the planet. You know, there's always been a queen. Oh yeah. In the pyramid. The second one, oh yeah, they've come to Earth. It's their hunting ground. Oh my God, you for real? <laughs> it, it, not everyone just wants more alien, more xenomorph. I think, obviously, in the first film, the xenomorph was in it for like around ten minutes. Yeah. If that, you see him for like just these few close-up shots and bits. Obviously, you see more in Aliens. Yeah. Because there's more of them. It's a Gee, nest. Yeah, yeah. But again, they're not overused. You don't see them that much. You see the Queen more than you actually see any of the drones. Yeah. Which is, I thought, was more effective. Alien 3 was that awful green screen abomination, but yeah. (laughs) And in Resurrection, there was a nice... You could see them. They were just used enough, attacking here and there. But yeah, obviously, overused in um, versus Predator films. And then you can't see him at all in Requiem anyway, so there's no point. <laughs> so it's not really what you want. Sometimes less is more. Mm. You know, don't just have a... You know what? Colonial Marines, the game. Okay. Perfect example. Everything you think you'd want out of an alien game. Okay. You know, I'm here, I'm going to shoot all the aliens. Oh, it's going to great them coming out the walls. But after a while, them just coming out the walls so much, you're just like, there's an alien, shotgun. There's an alien, <laughs> pulse rifle. But then you take Alien Isolation, it gives you that fear back of the first film and parts of the second, you know, where you're skulking around, you can't stop it. It goes back to the first film and degrees of the second film. It's tense, you can't stop the alien, you can only scare it away with fire. It's great, it's tense, it's scary, and you're not fed up with the xenomorph. Less is more. Even though the the AI is brilliant, it's constantly chasing you, you know... You don't know when it's going to show up. Oh, my God, I'm running through here. Oh, it's in the vent. It's got me. I mean, you heard me half a dozen times cussing it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what the films need. Not less, not necessarily less alien, but less cannon fodder. Yeah. Less, oh, my God, there it is. I've shot it so easy it's dead. Mm. Yeah. And that's, what I think, what the Versus films did to a degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is only one, like, great alien game, and that is Alien on the PlayStation. Uh, 
Oh, no, I'm gone. Yeah. You were talking about Alien Trilogy. Alien Trilogy. And the Resurrection game was quite good. Yeah, but that was a dark game, though. Yeah, but... And the controls were weird, because that was, like, the first game that came out with the analog sticks. Yeah, but if you play it now, you'll play realise, oh, it's just like how we play now. Okay, so it's actually worked. Yeah, that's why it was weird yeah. at the time, because it's how we well, play now. Alien, Alien Trilogy was a great game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I could deny that. I got pink acid boots on. Yeah, Everyone yeah, you could actually. deny that. No. But... You never finished Isolation, did no, you? No, no, I've started nah. it so many times and I haven't finished it. Isolation was perfect. It took the the fear of the 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 fear of the first film and the look, mm. and it gives you kind of a bits of the second film as well, like the extended universe of of Ripley being out in space and whatnot, and. And there was again spoilers. There is more than one alien in isolation, so it, it has elements of aliens as well. And they, they were going to have a queen alien section. Okay. But I think it was. Um, I don't know whether they were out of development time or they just couldn't implement it right. Because mm. again, you ain't finished it, no. but there's a bit where you go in the nest. Okay. And that bit's tense. I think I've seen you in the nest. You might have seen I'm me sure in the I've nest. I've seen you playing yeah. in the nest bit. Yeah. I think that's where the Queen was going to be. Mm. But I don't think they could implement it. That would have been good. It would have, but yeah. I think it would have terrified me. Yeah, yeah. to see a Queen alien. Because you've you heard me jump a few times yeah. at that game. <laughs> I did, I did. But, yeah. So with the original scene, what would you... Now that you've watched... Everything. Everything <laughs> and played everything, what would you change with that original scene in Nothing. Aliens? Um, the, actually... The only thing I would change, I wouldn't change anything about the scene other than the fact that you can see the wires holding up the Xenomorph's tail. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, because now you've got a 4K scan of it all, you can see all the wires. Yeah. Whereas where back in the day when I was watching on VHS, you couldn't see it. Mm. But now it's like, mm, maybe yeah. you could you could just digitally take that out, maybe. Mm. You know, that would be nice. Because I think your choice of the scene is everyone that I've seen online... As when they talk about the Queen Alien scene, they don't talk about the scene you chose. They go to the fight. They go to the fight because mm. it's always the iconic saying, get away from your bitch. Yeah. That's the iconic saying. But that's not the time we see it. That's, that's, that's when Queen's out for revenge. Yeah. That's yeah. not... Yeah, because if out of context, that scene, you don't understand why the Queen is attacking Ripley. You just yeah. think she's just attacking her because she's a mindless... Mm killing machine yeah. and she's just out to kill her but without that scene you don't realise that she's actually just scorned she's a yeah. mother scorned because she's just gone and fucked up all of her babies and all of her eggs and done that I mean it, it was tense I mean do you remember the scene where Ripley's escaped after she's just killed all the eggs and then the elevator comes up yeah. and then that just that shot of light and you see the queen Yeah. and I think that's brilliant because the elevator's open and it's all dark and just that little flash of lightning or whatever it is and you, it's just the queen's face like going oh well, i'm gonna get you yeah that yeah. that's brilliant that's tense yeah. as hell is it because you do you, you don't know she's there until she rips bishop off, do you no it, again that's if there was a scene i was going to change it would be this bit yeah so it's not clear how the queen gets aboard yeah but it is and it isn't it so when bishop Picks up Ripley and Newt. The obviously the the whole compound's exploding, which sends the ship yeah. into the debris of the the landing pad, which is obviously the landing gear, which is supposedly when the Queen gets aboard. Okay. But as you watching the landing gear, I'm like, how did the Queen even get in that? Yeah. How would you that that's that's a bit I would change. I'd make it a bit more clear that the Queen got aboard then. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was a, a lovely little sneaky moment. Mm. Eventually, when you see a rip, oh, mind you, I suppose then it wouldn't be a sneaky moment, would it? But because yeah. I, did, I, I, I'm, when I've, I watch it this morning, everything I remember about that scene is massively jumbled up. <laughs> I thought that she ripped Bishop apart while they were on the planet, and then the whole power loader scene, and realised they'd got onto the ship at that point. No. Yeah. So it's they're gonna get they get off LV four twenty six. They're, they're, you know, Hicks is all right. We'll say, oh, we'll go get a stretcher to take him away. And then, you know, Bishop's like, yeah, yeah, it's great. And, you know, you did great. Yeah, oh, oh, I trust androids again. And then that's when she rips him apart. And that's when the whole power loader kicks off. 
Yeah. And I, yeah, I get it. It is an iconic scene. It's the one you always think of. I mean, the power loader was like on the front cover of the, the film. Right. But for me, that that's not the most iconic scene. It's, you know, it's when she's holding Newt surrounded by eggs with the queen staring down at her. Yeah. Like, I'm going to eat y'all. Yeah. I did like that scene because it was almost like she's a, she's a mom. And then Ripley's an adopt like Ripley's an adopted mom because well, she, well she was a mom as well she was a mom but yeah she picked up Newt and she's at that moment she's adopted Newt so she's yeah. playing the motherly figure and it was just these two big female mom characters just yeah. coming head to head but I I mean again the amount of times I watch it with you and before I always used to think that scene where she sets fire to all the eggs was necessary and it was like yeah she's killing all the eggs but then when I watched it again so I was like she didn't really need to do it. No, she didn't need to. But like to. you said, the drones could have got... She could have sent the drones to kill him anyway. Plus, she was like, you've killed so many of my friends. You've, killed, you've took yeah. my life from me. She even said it at the start, you know. Um, and the fact is, because of that alien, she missed her daughter. She mm. missed her daughter growing up, Amanda. Which obviously was in a cut scene in the director's cut and obviously Island Isolation. Mm. But she missed all of her daughter's own life. So she's got a lot of resentment there. Mm. And now they're trying to take away her adopted daughter. And she's just pushed over the edge. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, how do you feel about the end of that film? The end of the film and the start of the third film. <laughs> so the let's <laughs> let's reset and no, it's just Ripley. If it had just been the end of Aliens, that basically what had happened was she'd beat her past, she'd beat the things that took away everything from her, and now she had this lovely little nuclear family with Newton Hicks and technically Bishop. Yeah. You know, half a bishop. Yeah, half a bishop. <laughs> half a bishop. His legs are in the top, yeah. Yeah. She could have stitched him together. Yeah. You know, look, now she's got a, a lovely little family because her and Nick's had a thing, you know, there was a little tension there and obviously mm. Newt called her mom. It's like, yeah, she's got a family mm. back. She can start again. But obviously, as you said, the franchise was too good not to continue. Mm. So they were like, how can we ruin this? Yeah. And it's like, I love Sigourney Weaver, but they didn't even need to bring her back for Alien 3. They could have done, because the aliens can survive in space. It's been seen, it's been proven. They could have literally gone off, well, what happened to the first alien she shot out? What happened to the alien queen she shot out? Oh, maybe it landed on a ship and maybe it's all going on. You know, as I say, that's something I've writ because I needed to get it out of my head. And there's so much there. I mean, if you go off Alien Isolation, it's a whole space station. It's not just like the Sulaco or um, the Nostromo. It's a station where families live and everything. So explore that. You know, the Queen can survive. She can mess things up. Let's see that. Yeah, it's like... She's big enough that she'd probably be a blip on a ship's radar to be like, what the fuck is that yeah. hurtling through space? I, I think it was because Sigourney Weaver is the Aliens franchise. Yeah. Let's face it, yeah. if you've got Ripley in it, you know it's going to be good. And I think this is why they, they chose Elizabeth Shaw like they did and they chose the Daniels, girl, uh, yeah. Daniels to mimic Ripley. Yeah, I mean, Daniels even had Ripley's haircut. Yeah, I don't even think you could have an alien film and not have a Sigourney Weaver-esque character in a it. A female lead. Yeah, you couldn't do it. You couldn't... I think even if you got some of the best Academy actors into an Alien film, it wouldn't feel the same unless there was a strong female lead mm. at the front of it. Uh, yeah. I see where you're coming from. I mean, the only Alien film that didn't have a female lead was um, Requiem. Yeah, yeah. And obviously that wasn't... And it wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't very good. Yeah, I mean, I mean Alien vs Predator had... Female, yeah, and it was it was a good. Tim, to be fair, she was a good character. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember her name. She was the expedition leader, that wasn't was the one, she? Yeah. Sa- Sana Latham played her. Yeah, because the predator again gives her the trophy, didn't he? Yeah, she was great. Yeah. I actually liked her as a character, but I think she was just unfortunately in the wrong bloody film. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was the one again who had common sense. Yeah. Like let's let's maybe not go down there. Let's maybe not poke the things, but. Whether it could or could not work with a female character in the lead, that all depends on the writing, mm. to be honest. I, I, maybe this is a bit blasphemy, but I wouldn't mind if the next film didn't have a female lead as the character. I, I wouldn't take offence to that, you know, because at the end of the day, you're never going to match Ripley the way you look at it. No, and I think that's what they try to do. Yeah. You know, they, um, especially, I think Prometheus probably, yes, did need a female character, but Covenant 
realistically could have not had one. But then again, Covenant would have been fine without being made. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like you, they could have just took Prometheus, ended it where the first film starts, and go right. There's your prequel, yeah. and then now we're going to do five sequels to like the Alien Resurrection. Yeah, you take Prometheus, um, Covenant out of the timeline, it does it doesn't affect it really. No. Adds nothing to it. it. The Neomorph and Protomorph did nothing to add no. anything to it. It just it, it just screamed to me. It was just a cash grab. Hmm. It was just a cash grab film. It was a let's reboot the series. Let's reboot Aliens. Let's make some money because people are all the old school fans are probably going to get really old now. And you know all the ones from the original film in the seventies. Was it seventies? Late seventies. Oh god, I yeah, think 70s. Aliens. Alien was so Aliens was eighties. Seventy eight, seventy nine, or something like that, wasn't it? Something like that. So I mean, you know, like people who were watching it then are getting towards the later stages of their life and it's like let's try and reboot it make some money but i think they also try to get a lot of the younger generation into watching the alien film but fuck imagine imagine that being your first alien film and then being like what's this shit well unfortunately there's some of the bits in the films are showing their age mm. like in the first alien as i mentioned earlier the way it moves yeah. obviously it was this very tall student in a suit <laughs> um so obviously he moves a bit stilted at times which is understandable because it is a guy in a suit there and perfected the suit yeah. in aliens they move a bit more fluid and you know run about the walls and whatnot mm. sorry pugs on the move again <laughs> yeah. and it was a, a lot better mm. and obviously the puppetry of the queen alien was perfect yeah. and obviously as i mentioned the third one was just awful green screen because mm. it was early 90s i think that was right late 80s early 90s so that was awful so all these generations, if they watch the older films there, they'll be like, oh, what am I watching? They might appreciate the Queen Alien fight because that, that is perfect. Yeah. But like scenes where you can see the wires or it's moving weird, all that awful green screen in three. Mm. Yeah. Even Resurrection to a degree because that was early 90s. That was like early, the, 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 a oh, little not bit early of, 90s actually. It was like a little bit of CGI on the Alien yeah. Zone, wasn't it? It, actually, it was an early 90s because I think I was just coming up just in primary school, so late 90s. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, because I remember having to rent it to watch mm. it and I was miffed. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so obviously the CGI still wasn't perfect. Mm. But, yeah, if them were your first ones now, you'd be like, oh, okay, them good, but... Yeah. Yeah, the people are used to big and shiny. I mean, come on, they've got friggin' Avengers level CGI and Avatar CGI. Pacific Rim style yeah. creatures and So that if they did one now mm. I would say lay off the CGI a bit actually. Yeah. Cause the suits, you mean you got companies like Weta and Stan Winston Studios. They're great. Use more practical effects. I mean the original thing, for God's sake. You take the original thing versus the the prequel. <laughs> they they had some yeah. amazing um, suits for the prequel, and they looked great. But then the studios went, nah, just use CGI instead. And they're like, why? You've ruined it. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Tone it down with the CGI, give us some more decent practical effects, and I'd be happy. Good, good, good. Uh, what do you look forward to for the future of the Alien films? <sighs> if you look <laughs> forward to the future. Well, but, uh, not the films, then. Let's say that the Alien... Alien kind of universe. Universe. What would what do you look forward to? What what do you hope for? It? I've been disappointed too many times now <laughs> in regards to films. I've been burnt too many times. Every time I get my hopes up, Ridley Scott comes and bitch slaps me. You know, get nah, you ain't having what you want. Get back down. In in terms of the universe for the films, I'd like to see something along the style of Neil Bloomkamp's. Mm. Or get just just do a standalone story, you know. Show us what happened to the ones in space. Do do a summit that just gets our interest back, or even better, do a film version of Isolation. I'd watch that. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd gladly watch that. Or Isolation Two. Oh, give me Isolation Two. <laughs> isolation oh, I'd be so two. happy. Yeah. I'd be so happy. But we've got Fire Team. Is it coming? Which yeah. again looks like. A colonial marines just shoot everything. Is that the is that the um, four player versus alien one? I think so. It, yeah. I, d I don't know whether it's going to have a standalone story or okay. not. But as soon as I saw it was the marines shooting everything again, I was like, oh, did you yeah. not remember what happened in Aliens? The marines mm. day last long. Yeah. 
Um, also, in Fortnite have got all their alien skins oh, as well. Where you yeah. can play Ripley and Xenomorphs. And... I mean, it's it's just not a bad thing. It keeps it in the yeah the, the society's consciousness. But mm. I think the only one that really caught my interest was again Neil Bloomkamp. That's because he was trying to do something original that didn't mess with the continuity. Mm. Um, what I'd like to see, yeah, just a standalone. Give us a standalone, and then you can mess with something else. Mm. You know what I mean? Give us... Don't worry about continuing the universe of like Ripley's story or how it started. I don't mind if you just give us like a little side story. Mm. Believe it or not, that might be better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just show us what else is going on. Show us Wayland Yutani getting messed up a bit. Yeah. You know, it's... You know, they've, they've obviously got the DNA from somewhere. You know, there's half a dozen places they could get it from. Let's mm. see that. Yeah, I think I would like. I'd like to see an alien film set in present time. No, I like, disagree with you there. Like on planet Earth, I would like that. So you want Alien versus Predator then? No, I just want Alien. I just mm. want Alien in this day and age to see how we combat it and fight against it. Not on an alien ship mm. where we can blow it out into space. Not in a fucking frozen wasteland where we can sink it to the bottom of the Antarctic. But like, just. Alien in a town. Oh, so you want Requiem then? Yeah, but better. <laughs> but better. I don't just want fucking Requiem. I don't want. I don't want predators in the mix. I wouldn't want to see Alien set on present day planet because mm. we've seen it and it didn't work. Well, we saw it in the universe of Alien versus Predator. Yeah, if you take the Predator out of that, because Eday do a lot, mm. really, it, it didn't work. We got messed up, mm. you know, because they're in a small town and you know, just going to um. It was done. I think it works better in space because Geiger's original design it was very mechanical, phallic and mechanical. Therefore, being in space with futuristic surroundings, it matches. Is a futuristic mechanical looking mm. creature. Whereas if you put it on Earth, it just looks out of place. I mean, it looks out of place anyway. It's a big, yeah. big monster, but yeah. it makes more sense to be futuristic mm. whereas predator he's just going to hunt you down anyway because he's a predator that's what he does i suppose well technically he's a hunter as pointed out in a new film but yeah you know he's a big game hunter he's going to hunt you down well, but that's just my opinion uh, that's your opinion yeah i think if there's going to be another predator film well it's going to have to follow the predator now um we'll see how that works um, I don't think there should be another Alien versus Predator. No. I, I think that's enough now. Or if there was, it should have followed Predators mm. and had a little xenomorph like running around with Adrian Brody and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that I would have paid to see. See, a pet xenomorph would be wicked. Well, that's it. Well, it's not a pet xenomorph, but there is kind of one in the comics, the graphic novels. Like a human-trained pet xenomorph yeah. that kills and drips acid blood on command. They did create, um, again, xenomorphs in the comics to combat the originals. Mm. I think it was in, might have been genocide. It was the red xenomorphs. I think that might be where the king was created. Um, I might be talking out my bum, to be honest. I had a chance to read them. But yeah, so it has happened in the extended universe. Okay, so yeah, we're going to end it there. Um, so thank you for sitting on this You're podcast. Welcome. First one, you're my guinea pig. Mm-hmm. We'll probably get like one person listen to this and it'll probably be me or something who knows you never know with these things you might get an alien fan who listen to it and completely disagree with everything we've said oh if, if i've got any parts wrong please bear in mind i haven't read all the comics i've just had to get information where i can possibly get it at the moment yeah so send your hate messages to me and i will just ignore them <laughs> so it's fine um but yeah thank you for sitting on a sunday afternoon when you could have been doing better things than talking to me about aliens and Thank you to the pug for not barking once, just snuffling through the entire thing. Snoring. And uh, (laughs) yeah, thanks for listening, if you are listening. And uh, see you later.